Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to episode 24, Trusting Your Midlife Body. Okay, this is a doozy for me. This is like mm, my passion, and I get so excited, so I'm going to try to keep it contained. I want to start at the beginning. When are we as women taught how to listen to and trust our bodies? Never, 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 never. And that's where the problem starts, right at the very beginning. Actually, we're conditioned to do the opposite, to trust that others know what's best for our bodies. What? Like, how is that even a thing? That doesn't even make sense. But that's what we're taught to do. That's like the societal construct. That's how we were raised. And now I'm here to say, let's question everything. The people that know the most about our bodies are us. We are the experts and we want to get back to trusting our bodies. We've lost the art form of trusting and listening to our bodies. And now we'll defer to doctors that spend 10 minutes with us in a room. So they have no clue about who we are as people. They have no clue about what's going on in our lives, in our relationships, in our work, how much stress is in our lives, or what we do for fun, or how we exercise, or what kind of food, diet we have. Like they are literally in and out. So I believe that we are holistic like we are not just one thing we're all things we're mind body spirit and if you are trying to heal your body if there's something going on with your body you want to look at all areas you really want someone to listen to you and know who you are and understand what's really going on for you that's why I'm a huge fan and I practice classical Chinese medicine so when when I work with my clients I use those skills that I've learned over the years to help them learn how to tap into their inner knowing and trust themselves. Because when we hit midlife, so we've had 40 or 50 years of this kind of conditioning, and then we hit midlife and everything changes literally overnight. It's the craziest thing I've experienced with my body. Hormones are changing yet again. So remember, when we went through puberty, our hormones changed. And then our bodies changed, right? When we were pregnant, our hormones changed and our bodies changed. Even after delivering birth, our hormones changed and then our bodies changed. And then yet again, our hormones changed in midlife and now our bodies will change again. You get menopause symptoms. Everybody's different. Mine were very mild, but you can get mood swings and the night sweats and just all the things, all the body things, and those are all hormone changes. They're all driven by hormone changes. The things that really stand out, that capture people's attention, that they want to fix, they want help with, like the other ones we kind of, as women, we kind of suffer through until it gets really unbearable. And as a woman, you know, it's like really bad if we're complaining or asking for help. But it's like, You wake up one morning and you have back fat. Like that hasn't happened to me since pregnancy. Like after giving birth, I'm like, I didn't even know back fat was a thing until 
I, I uh, had my first child. And then you'll wake up one morning and all the fat on your body will have migrated to your stomach area. You're like, what is happening? And then your boobs will get even bigger. I had to go up a bra size because my boobs just weren't fitting in my bra anymore. It is insane. Like your body changes. You get aches and pains as you get older. And a big one too is mobility issues, right? If you wake up in the morning and you put your feet on the ground and you start to walk and it's like, ooh, ah, your legs aren't, your feet aren't quite working, we get mobility issues. And so all of these things add up and they all happen apparently on the same day. (laughs) I'm kidding, but that's what it seems like. You literally wake up one morning and you have back fat, big boobs, belly, you can't walk, you feel like an old person, like all these things. And that's why how it can be overwhelming is because it kind of happens quickly and we're not really prepared for it. But the biggest one by far that my clients come to me with is their body, their weight gain. That's the biggest one. Now, if we know that our bodies are nature and nature has all the answers, nature knows what to do, we want to look at animals in nature because they are a wonderful example of how the system works. If you take an animal in its natural habitat, just doing its thing and we don't disrupt it, it will never be overweight. It will always be at its natural weight because it's just going by its instincts, what it was designed to do. And so when it's just left to its own way, it will be fine. But when humans, when we apply this to humans, the problem is there's been so many changes. We're not in our natural environment anymore, to say the least. And then we have the food industry, which is designed to get us addicted to the food so they can sell more foods. So we're kind of fighting an uphill battle here. It's Like, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole because I've been studying this for so many years and it sets me off because our food is not healthy. Our food here in North America is what's making us sick. But we don't know that because there's no money to be made when you eat healthy food. Like nobody's going to make money if you just take your vitamins and exercise and eat whole fruits and vegetables. And so when we're sick, there's tons of money to be made. And when we buy more of the addictive foods that are full of the sugars and the salts and the oils and fats, then all those people are making their money. And then when when we get sick because of it, then those people are making their money because the the drug industry, meaning medications, is is the large one of the largest industries in the world. So they want to keep that going. But If we get back to nature, which means we want to listen to our body, our body always has the answer, but because we've been disconnected from it on purpose, like we've been purposefully disconnected from the knowing of our body, then we feel like we don't know what the answer is. We feel like we don't know what to do, but I'm here to give you your power back and say, you know exactly what to do. Your body knows exactly what to do. Look at childbirth. We were designed, our body was designed to give birth. So if you were out in the wild somewhere, you could give birth all on your own because that's what your body is designed to do. And of course, over the years, things change. 
I want to give you an example when it comes to, you know, our our relationship to our bodies and our perceptions of our bodies. Um, I recently was coaching a client of mine and we were talking about weight and she's kind of had this body, these body issues or this perception of her body her whole entire life, which is, oh, I'm just a bigger bone. I'm just a bigger girl. That's just how I am. I'll always be that way. And she could never lose the weight that she wanted. So this started at a young age and it also started with, you know, um, role models, mom that also had weight issues. And so this is how she grew into her thoughts about herself from what she saw around her, what she heard around her. She kind of took that on as her own thing. And she came to work with me because she wanted to lose the weight once and for all, because she'd done all the things and maybe she would lose it for a little while, but if you don't do it the right way, it's just going to come back again. And when we were working together, we were on one call and she just was telling me it wasn't happening fast enough as she wanted it to. And so that was a huge cue because she's never had her body where she wants it to be. So how would she possibly know how long it takes? But in her brain, because of what's been conditioned in her brain and what society says, it should only take this long. This should be, you know, I've tried, I've put in this much effort now. I should be getting this result, but it's still like there was 40 years of what got her there in the first place. Like all of that conditioning had to be undone first. And so we had to start by, you know, really understanding the emotional part of it. She had never done that before, never, and was very resistant to look at that. And then one, there was one incident that happened that really flipped the switch for her when she's like, oh, okay, let's go there. She wasn't ready to go there. And she's like, I'm ready. Let's go. I get it now. And so we started by breaking up with her scale because the scale is just a number that's been conditioned into our brain to say, you are good enough, you are not. You're worthy, you're not. And I call bull on that. That is the worst way. I never weigh myself. I always go by how I feel. I go by how my clothes fit, how much energy I have, how connected I am in my body. When I'm at the top of my game, I feel like totally connected to all parts of my body. And it's the most amazing feeling. And that's where I want to stay as long as possible, as often as possible, right? So we needed to break how she was perceiving whether she was succeeding or not. We didn't want it to be a number on a scale. So instead, we got her to tune back into her body and learn how to listen to it and honor it because her body was telling her so much stuff. Her body was telling her all the information she needed, but she just wasn't listening because she didn't know that that's what was happening. And as soon as she let go of the deadline and the pressure of reaching a goal in a certain amount of time and just focused on learning how to listen to her body, listen to the cues and trust the cues of her body, then she started to see the changes in the results. They started to come. And then they just kept coming and coming and coming. And as soon as that happened, she's like, okay, this is working. I get it. And most of us need to see results in order for us to believe that it's working. And this could take a couple of months to see results. It could take six months. But if this, 
If you're getting the results that you want and it lasts a lifetime, isn't it worth six months of doing the work and only seeing small results for that period of time? Heck yes, because you're going to have this result for the rest of your life. And it's going to allow you to do so many things because I like to also focus on non-scale victories, non-scale victories. I don't focus on the scale at all. Encourage my clients to break up with their scale. And then we talk about all the things that are not a number on a scale, like the, all the things that she can do with her family. She was never able to participate in all the fun activities because she just physically couldn't do it. And now she's leading the pack, doing all the things. It is life changing for her. So inspirational. She's believing in herself. She's seeing the results. Imagine you take a cup of water and you just take one little scoop out. You're not going to see the result right away. You take another little scoop out of that water. You're not going to see the result. It's until you take like half the water away that you can actually see the result. That's what's happening. It's over time. It's compound. You're not going to see that result until you get further down the road, but it's all the little things that are adding up. You're really being really good and you're losing a little bit of weight here, little, little, little. And then all of a sudden you've lost a lot of weight. Like she didn't even realize until she went back to her original um, before picture and put those clothes, like put the shorts on again and they were way too big for her. And she's like, aha, there it is. But sometimes we're so stuck in, in, you know, how we see ourselves in our everyday thing that we're not seeing all the wins around us. And that is how we get a big, huge win. But we need to be winning along the way, of course. That's what keeps us going. But this kind of um, way that we see ourselves, that we think about ourselves, this is sustainable. There's no quick fix. It took a lifetime for her to create these thoughts and beliefs about herself and all these habits that supported those beliefs. So whatever you do to lose the weight is exactly what you have to do to keep it off. That's why most diets fail. All diets fail is because you're limiting your, you're restricting your calories and then it's unsustainable because your body needs that energy. And as soon as you up your calories, then the weight comes back on. You take out carbs. So as soon as you add them in, it comes back on all the things. So whatever you're doing to, and that's why it takes longer to, to get to where you want to go is because you're finding out what works for you. When I work with my clients, I have my process, but it's individual for every single person. And when you work with me, you're finished the program and you have your protocol that's specific to you and only you, because there is no one size fits all. It does not work like that. You are an individual human that has individual needs and you've had all these life experiences to create who you are today. And we want to take all of that into consideration to form your protocol that you can do for the rest of your life that will keep you healthy and slim and in shape and all of it all the way down the road from here until forever because it is sustainable to remember whatever you do to lose the weight is exactly what you have to do to keep it off and most of the diet industry is there just to sell you stuff and i'm here to feed you the truth because 
you can do all of this without buying any supplements or anything like that. You don't want to do extreme limits. It's just clean vegetables and fruits and grains and legumes. That's the key. And you can do my process if you're a meat eater as well, 100%. I can show you, teach you how to do that. But what we do know is that counting calories doesn't work because that's restrictive. But you want to understand about calories. I'm having a, I'm creating a masterclass coming up and this is the one that's going to explain all of this. The, proto, the, um, the process that I follow is calorie density, but it does not include counting calories ever. You just want to understand the concept of what calories are and how you use them to your benefit. You don't have to kill yourself at the gym. It doesn't work, especially when you get into midlife, your life, your body changes. So your life activities have changed. I used to do all the things, the running and the, just everything. And my body can't do it now. So instead of feeling sorry for myself, I just changed my activities. I make sure I move my body for 30 minutes a day. That's what you have to do. That's what you get to do in order to stay healthy and trim and fit. But it doesn't have to be killing yourself at the gym. If It has to be something that you enjoy doing so you'll keep doing it. That's the key, right? Consistency is the key. There's two things that it, two big C's that it takes in order to make a change. First is the courage to say, yes, I'm going to change. And then the consistency to show up and do what you need to do every single day to make that change. So that's really important to know that you got to move your body. And if you can't do what you used to do, find something new and exciting that you love and then move your body that way. It could be yoga, could be Pilates, doesn't matter, does not matter. And you want to know what your body does. You want to understand your body. You want to know what it can do now and really focus on that. Highlight that. Trusting your body. Trusting it. That's the key. And you want to learn what foods work for you because everybody's different. There is no one size fits all. And when I work with people, I don't Um, tell you amounts to eat or give you like the meal plans. It's like the sky is the limit for all these things and you get to go and have fun with it. Have fun with it. There's not a lot of limitations because limitations causes restriction and restriction is unsustainable. Our brains hate being told that they can't do things and we want to Rebel against it. I know I do. If you tell me that I can't do something that, or tell me what to do, I'll do the opposite. That's just how my brain works. So connecting to and listening to our bodies is what works. Our bodies know they're brilliant. These bodies were designed to create human beings. Like you got to trust this stuff, girl. We're creating humans here. Our bodies are nature. And we want to get back to being more like nature. That's the key, trusting nature. So for example, when we get sick, when our bodies get sick and we have a fever, that's our body's natural way of trying to kill off the, the um, virus. And if we let, allow ourselves to have the fever, that's what's going to help us get better. But what when we take medicines to get rid of the fever, 
the fever is what's what's helping us. So we're slowing down the process when we take medications, when we take um, cold and flu liquids or anything like that. We want our our fever to go up. There is a reason why our our body does it. Because remember, it's genius. If we're tired, that's our body telling us, go lay down because I don't want you to do anything else except fight this. So if you lay down and aren't using energy for anything else, there's all the energy we have, we're going to put into fighting this bacteria or this virus or this illness, whatever it is. Our body's just genius, right? It knows if we can't eat or if we're throwing up, that's our body purging of the stuff that's making us sick. It knows, oh, it's got to get out of my body. So if we take anti-nausea medication, we're counteracting, we're fighting our healing uh, qualities, our healing knowledge of our body. That's how most meds will block our natural healing phenomenon. Yeah, of course it's uncomfortable. Of course it's uncomfortable. But whenever I get sick, I just go to bed and I sleep it off and I allow my the fever, I allow the sickness, whatever it is, whatever it is. And I'll take... I'll make ginger tea and drink those types of things. But I trust my body that if I just rest, it will heal itself. When our bodies are in homeostasis, which means perfectly balanced the way they're designed to, they are designed to heal themselves. So our goal in life is to understand our body and what makes it in homeostasis so it can heal itself. It's the most beautiful thing ever. And nature does the same. If you look at any kind of nature it will heal itself if it's left to its own devices. It just heals itself. So this is the work that I do with women in midlife. I help them to get reconnected to their bodies because that's where all the answers are. Stop overeating. Stop emotional eating. Break up with your scale. Trust your bodies. And eat large volumes of clean foods to create a slim, healthy body in midlife. I am a volume eater. I love to eat. The funny thing is, I'm a holistic nutritionist, but I hate to cook. I hate it, but I love to eat. And so I want to eat big volumes of food. And so when I use the calorie density principle, I can eat large volumes of food. I feel so satisfied. My brain is like, yep, girl, we got lots. My body is like, "Mm, yum, we got lots. And it works. And when you look at the amount of food I eat, you're like, How is that even possible? But it is, it's because it's the type of food that I eat based on the calorie density principle. So when that masterclass comes out, I'll let you know because it is a game changer. But that's how I coach all my clients. So remember, it's trusting our bodies. We've been conditioned to to say that somebody we've never even met before knows what our body needs more than we do. And I want us to take our bodies back, take our health back, trust ourselves, believe in ourselves, tap into that inner knowing because that's where the magic is. And everybody has it and everybody can do it. Even you, my friend. So if you want to work with me or you want to learn more about what this work would look like, book your free consult with me. I'll drop the link in the bio. Girlfriend. Thank you so much for listening. Always, always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.